0: Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 267, and it is Tuesday, January 11th, 2022. It's a happy new year. Yes, it is. I am your co-host, Victor Omoyo, and with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird.
1: What's happening, everybody?
0: Yes, uh, we are here live um, in the uh, Zoom studios uh, uh, of... for this uh, episode and uh, we'll, we'll be in the zoom studios for at least for the next uh, a few weeks just as a precautionary measure you know um, as per the, the recent upticks in uh, covid 19 cases especially with this omicron unicron Megatron Omarion variant whatever it's called uh, nowadays um, but uh-huh. yeah but yeah uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna you know play it play it safe for the next few weeks but we're still gonna bring uh, the nerd goodness and magic as per usual. Uh, here on this podcast, um, yeah, man, we're gonna get into uh, you know just our top fives, our top five favorite things from last year, top five wrestling matches, comics, video games, movies, miscellaneous stuff, whatever, uh, whatever we come up with. Um, as Carl is sharing the episode right now. Um, also, we'll you know we'll get into a bit of a holiday recap, maybe some of the things that we watched, some of the things that we did in the past couple of weeks in our you know two week holiday break and uh yeah we'll also talk a bit about you know what we're looking forward to uh this year as well so yeah man as um as you're sharing the episode carl uh yeah man how 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 are things going in your world man
1: oh my world is uh insane um uh, i'm gonna have to start on a uh, much more soft, uh, somber note it was a bit um my two-week break was actually uh very tough for me, actually. Um, unfortunately, I did uh, test positive for COVID, so I was on the quarantine for at least after Christmas, um, after Christmas and going into the new year, which which sucked. But shout out to my friends; they had a uh, they had a nice little Zoom call and. I, they, they made me DJ, it. <laughs> so <laughs> I got, I guess I got to DJ on uh, New Year's, but then um I also lost uh, my cousin Bonnie due to, um, she did have breast cancer, but then COVID also kicked in as well, so um, mm-hmm. me and my, my family ended up losing her, which was a, tra- which was a huge uh, traumatic loss, so we've been, cut, we actually just had the funeral this past Saturday, so we're, we're bouncing back as uh, what was the message over the past weekend, you know, just bounce back. So that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far, you know, well, being sick, you know, I played some Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm still working on that, which it's impressing me more and more. It's more like it's focusing on, yeah, you can only play as Star-Lord, but mm-hmm. the leadership mm-hmm. and the decision making is what makes it like much more better, um, and it, and it's a pretty you know impressive story as well. Um, still kind of like I'm still trying to share, but
0: yeah,
1: I uh, should be done. But uh, yeah, okay, I'm done. No. but it's it's a very fun... it's actually been a very fun game. So um, that I can say and um did very well you know getting christmas gifts wise um some i did uh um i can't really list them all but one thing i i would um shout you know i will say uh shout out to you know what's happening ed um one thing i did get is a gift from my sister joyelle is that actually the original Black Panther, the life and legacy of Jim Mitchell. Mm. Jim Mitchell was one of the earliest, uh, black wrestlers who to use the, uh, Black Panther moniker name. And he was like one of the earliest wrestlers to like break the color barrier. Now they, you know, WWE always says it's Bobo Brazil, but Jim Mitchell was definitely one who, it was actually a story that i um, that I just finished reading where, um, he actually had a match in California against a uh, WWE Hall of Famer and wrestling legend Gorgeous George mm. to the point where it incited, incited a riot. Oh, wow. In the arena. Damn. So, Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, very, uh, it was very interesting, but honestly, I, could, I can't put it down, you know? And I heard about it, I first heard about it on um, Busted Open Radio with Mark Henry, was talking about it, so I just looked it up on uh, Amazon right then and there. And um, Mark Henry actually wrote the forward uh, to the book as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- it's it's been ama- It's been an amazing read. Like I cannot put it down. Highly recommend it to you. Honestly, I'll probably let you borrow it for the second I'm done. Okay. Uh, right. Can't put it down, and this would be right up your alley.
0: Okay. Yeah, that sounds real interesting. Yeah, that's what's up
1: yeah um also okay i got some but uh, i'll just go by it. i actually managed to find this i'm mad soothed about it the spider-man torment story okay written by tom mcfarlane
0: yep that's a familiar cover yeah
1: yeah oh absolutely this is like this was like a best-selling comic back in the 90s and mm. i got the number one issue like solo but i always wanted to read the stories and I wasn't really too uh, eBay savvy at that much, at that time. And, and I just really haven't caught up. But then I want to get the first issue graded. And then, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to find it on an trade. And then I eventually did. So that's another one that I'm reading back to back. I'm doing the whole two books at once mm-hmm. <laughs> type of deal. So, and then as soon as I finish that, I'm working on, hopefully, I think he's still in the chat, but he did just send a comment to me. <laughs> Panther's Rage. Okay. By guy, not only well, it includes the first um the first appearance of Black Panther in Fantastic Four, 52 fifty fifty-two and fifty-three, but then it also has the Panther's Rage story, which was mainly the source material of the movie. And who else could say that they're fr- you know they're friends with the guy who wrote these stories?
0: True. I yeah. say yeah, I can
1: say so. Don, if you're listening, you got enough I got something else for you to sign. <laughs> yeah, it's a legend. And also, catch my breath. Mm-hmm. I also didn end up getting some extra money from work. So I picked up All well, Guys, the saga of Barton and Bishop.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Which yeah. is the source well, written by uh Mark Fraction and the art by David. Which is um, the main influence, the source material of the Hawkeye TV series from Disney Plus. Um, I read about half of it because I re- I ended up noticing it was more like a just an anthology series. It's not like one. It's not 22 issues of just one major storyline. It's just this happened, then that happened, then this happened, then that happened, and then that's kind of it for 22 issues. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but yeah, I was still able to see some uh, some pinpoints where they took like they took some pieces from the book and then actually incorporated it into the T V show, which is I'm which I'm sure we're gonna talk about a little later on. Mm-hmm. Uh whew, gotta catch my breath. Yeah, Jack Kirby's nice. Black Panther. Okay. Only read it just so I can say that I only I read the first issue of Black Panther number one.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: And I was like, yeah, okay, well, it's kind of what it was for that particular time. Mm. And then um started watching a couple of, t- um, couple of TV shows and literally watched one movie, mm. which I'm sure we'll probably like touch on. What's happening, Husky? Uh, the Matrix Resurrection.
0: Yep, I saw that too.
1: Did not finish it
0: you didn't okay no
1: i still gotta finish it
0: mm. yeah
1: so i don't know maybe if it's a good idea that i should start it all over and watch it just to pick up small details yeah but first of all how'd you like it i
0: i enjoyed it you know i, I thought really? it, yeah i thought it was a fine sequel um and 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 for me, like I, my my opinions on the previous sequels, Reloaded and Revolutions, it's, it's it's softened over the years. So I appreciate them more for what they what they tried to do. Um, I think that Resurrections is the best of the Matrix sequels, and I thought it was a really really interesting um, uh, uh, reboot slash continuation of the first film. Like it, it, I thought I thought Lana Wachowski did a really good job of like of like cleverly bringing back Neo and Trinity and introducing new elements that really made sense in that universe i was like hmm right it was, yeah it was very intriguing how they pulled how she pulled it off
1: yeah gary Theodore said that he finds it appropriate would you say that's a good
0: yeah yeah i, I agree yes yeah, it's, it's definitely appropriate um uh, I, i'd say it's a more fitting uh continuation slash conclusion than uh, revolutions was uh and, and and like i said it, it really it really does uh even it, it does bring something a little new uh, uh to matrix in an intriguing way
1: yeah yeah i was getting i was getting that and then i got caught up with i got sidetracked and caught up with something but um yeah one of these days i do have to finish it or possibly like just start it all start it all over because i know we probably still got about A good, what, two weeks before HBO Max takes it off?
0: Yeah, I think they take it down on the 20th, I think. Or the 19th, one of those days.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta get on that. Yeah. Um, Two new sitcoms that came out. One is called Grand Crew, which uh, is probably on either right now or be (laughs) on it, like, in the next 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it's basically just about a show, just, you know, black people living their lives and they just go off, you know, live their lives accordingly and daily and they all converse, they all meet up at a wine bar. Basically, a new black version of Friends. Okay. AKA another living single. Right. But, um, facts. But I actually, I actually find it funny. Uh, one person I know who's in the show is Nicole Byer. She did a lot of online stuff, she used to be on Guy Code and Girl Code. Back in the day on MTV, so um, yeah, it's very interesting. It's a, it's a fitting replacement to Insecure. Something that we will um, review next week. Yeah, you know, we're a friend of the show. After, mm-hmm. who's uh, in the chat right now? All but right. I find it, I find it fitting. You know, it's in, in relatable as well. So mm-hmm. I would say. I would say check that out, and I think you would get a kick out of uh, Abbott Elementary. Okay, which is a new show on UBC. Uh, it stars, um, oh is my it god, I'm Quinta Brunson. Quinta Bunton? Brunson. Quinta Brunson. Yeah, yeah. I used to see her on a lot of like BuzzFeed videos, mm-hmm. and then she ended up like just getting her own show where she plays she plays this elementary, this brand new elementary school teacher who's a bit naive, but, you know, is just so, you know, out there, um, wanting to make a difference in their, in, you know, kids' lives. But she goes to a school with a ghetto-ass principal who mm-hmm. just happens to be, who just happens to get the job just because she caught the superintendent sleeping around in, in church.
0: Oh, so,
1: um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so, yeah, so she, you know, she said help Man, I'm making it different. It also stars um, that tall, skinny guy. Looks like Carl. <laughs> it also stars uh, Tyler Christopher Williams from Everybody Hates oh, yeah. Chris, <laughs> He's in the show too. And Cheryl Lee Ralph is actually in the show too. As well. she plays like a no-nonsense uh, veteran. Kid- oh, oh, say again. Um, a lot of kids. and it kind of has like the cutscenes also. Like, it's like the office
0: mm-hmm. okay so kind of like an office vibes uh with the show
1: yeah yes yeah. so, all right this show got a lot of potential let's see where this goes you know so I'm already, it's already a couple of episodes deep i'm invested okay and um i was actually in the middle of watching this watch i had to re-watch the second episode because i got sick i mean not because i got sick because i got i fell asleep on it but um the Book of Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, I I still haven't started that.
1: Yeah. I see, dude. I'm very interested in your thoughts. Hmm. Yeah. I'll,
0: I'll, yeah. I'll I'll eventually uh uh start that show, but um, but what 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 are your first impressions, especially compared to uh, the Mandalorian? Oh, if,
1: if well, they already did fight, and Mando's got him hands down. But anyways, I feel like the show can potentially give Boba Fett the vindication that he deserves. Mm. Like he was such a really cool character who only got five minutes of screen time in the for, in the original trilogy. Yeah. So then it's like, so it's like, all right, he's this real popular character who dies off, and then now that we don't know what to do with them, you know, let's give him, let's give him a. Uh, Let's give him a story, you know, a story that he's, you know, that's well deserved. So, um, me being the casual Star Wars fan, I'm interested. I definitely am invested. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Ming Na Wen—that's one of my cougar crushes. So, um, you know, she returns a Hispanic Fanat Chan. Mm-hmm. I said that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I think you. Yeah, I think you would get. I think you would get a kick out of it. Once again, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are running the show, mm-hmm. so I guess that gives you a little more. Com- well, you, you put the force brought you back home, so mm. I think I think you would get. I think you enjoy it. You would enjoy it.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely I'll definitely get into it like uh, in the next uh, you know week or so. Um, once once a few episodes are uh, posted, I'll I'll start getting into it. Um,
1: but yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow, the third episode comes out.
0: Okay, nice, nice, and uh, and also uh, speaking speaking of uh, shows on Disney Plus, have you managed to finish Hawkeye?
1: Oh, absolutely! I finished that one right on time. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What, what what did you think of Hawkeye? Um, uh, out of all the uh, MCU shows as of late,
1: I liked it. I like I thoroughly enjoy it. I actually I yeah, I really enjoyed it because, you know, Hawkeye definitely does deserve its due. Um and it just it gave me the same uh, effect as Black Widow where we could be retiring Clint Barton and moving on to Kate Bishop who has an interesting dynamic of her own where she's a much more uh, she's a much more, you know, natural archer and a more natural hero. a uh, street level at that. Um should we give a spoiler warning? Um,
0: yeah, yeah, sure. You know.
1: All right, spoilers commencing. Five, four, three, two, one. Um, bringing back Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin character was pretty major. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, I'm. I'm very intrigued to see, like, cause, uh, cause, given how how it ended with him and Echo. Um I, I'm wondering right. if, I'm wondering if they're gonna bring back that that storyline from almost I can't believe it from 20 years ago where Echo shoots him point blank in the face and he's blind. We have a blind kingpin. Um I think it was like I believe it was um either Brian Michael Bendis or David Mack or who wrote who wrote that from twenty years ago where where we had a blind right. Kingpin trying to you know manage his empire. So that might be very interesting if they do bring back that story element uh, with Kingpin.
1: At this point, they can't. And also, there's so many elements too. Because remember, they had they had a very dynamic relationship, almost like a father daughter relationship as well. So yeah. she's right there. Echo was right there at Point Break. Mm-hmm. We don't see her pull the trigger. Right. We don't see where she lives. So she could have just pointed elsewhere yep. and let him live. Or and then we can still get. Kingpin. I mean, we got Daredevil coming in. Rumor mm. has it that John
0: Berthold's Punisher is going to be the villain in Moon Knight. Hmm. Yeah, or maybe Daredevil stopped Echo from shooting Kingpin. Yeah, we don't know. But that's going to be...
1: It's possible.
0: Yeah, but you know what's going to be interesting, though? It's like seeing um, like seeing D'Onofrio and and seeing seeing the, the Netflix uh, uh, Marvel characters make their appearance in a larger MCU, it's going to be... I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. It's interesting to see uh, TV M-rated characters being in this kid-friendly PG-13 or TV-14 uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Which, I mean, they're not gonna obviously they're not gonna let those characters reach the extreme violent ends that they did in, in on Netflix. So it's gonna be inter- interesting seeing like how how nerfed these these characters are and how natural of a fit they're gonna be in the larger MCU. Because it's a it's a and, big total shift. Like, especially
1: yeah,
0: the especially um, the Punisher, to... especially the Punisher. I mean, you can't get around the Punisher. To to bring the Punisher no, in in the kid friendly MCU. W- w- hmm. I'm more. The Punisher was anything.
1: in the he was in the Spider Man cartoon.
0: Well, yeah, but uh, that was a that was I'll uh, be a very different version. But we're getting the same John Bernthal version, the same John Bernthal who, I mean. Jesus, the stuff that he did in his yeah. show. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I, think it, I think it can work. I mean, they can push it. I mean, there's a wall, but they're going to hit that wall. hmm So, but I think they can do it very, you know, appropriately. Like, we've seen guns, you know, we've seen people get shot in the MCU. Mm-hmm. You know, so where it has, you know, some that's have affected us, so, you know, more than others. Where So I think it can be possibly made. I mean, they did have to stop Punisher and then give him, put him on the Marvel Max line, mm-hmm. you know, as far, you know, as, as well with Jessica Jones and Wolverine and various other, and Blade and various other characters. Yeah. But they also made, made it into the regular Marvel line. Mm-hmm. And they still never lost the essence of their characters so I think it's I think it's, it it could work yeah
0: that's that's a good point um yeah because I mean yeah.
1: also it depends on the story as well
0: yeah um yeah that, that certainly does and like like it's it's a bit it's a bit harder to translate like when you have live action especially when you have the same actors playing the same Correct. same versions of the characters so it's gonna be interesting to see how they ultimately you know, um, assimilate in the in the larger MCU. Um, uh, you know, I will say just as long as they don't bring back uh, the Kung Fu Hipster guy, then we're good. Uh, uh, you know, no nobody uh, wa- nobody if wants now,
1: They can completely change the entire dynamic of
0: that. Yeah, like they could they could just have like a Shang Chi, you know, just buy randomly buy out you know Kung Fu guy's empire and call it a day. That's what I would do. Yeah, he's not rich, so you can't do that. Yeah, the he, his sister, his sister took over their dad's empire, so you know, kick, kick, throw, throw, write him a check, write him a check, and go, send him on his way. That's what I would do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then Danny Rand, he's just like a, he's just panhandling. So see, on the they're street. doing a the multiverse,
1: so there's room for
0: redemption. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna be there. I mean, like I said, with Iron Fist, I watched three episodes of the first season, and I was done. That was enough for me. <laughs> He punched a wall.
1: That should have been. That
0: should have been. Oh my God! Thank goodness I chose Man and Meteor Man over Iron Fist. God. Oh man. That's that's you know what what? that's even worse than Cannibal Holocaust. I would say to to have me sit down and watch two seasons of Iron Fist. No, no sir, no thanks.
1: You know you're just giving me ideas, right?
0: yeah probably but i'm never gonna watch that movie (laughs) i think i think we need to moving forward we need to take cannibal holocaust off off the table of bets we need to just get rid of it it's done
1: no that's because you you don't want to watch it yeah i had the balls to actually do it
0: nobody asked you to (laughs) i know
1: i know but i'm like is this really that i really just sat down like is this really that bad like honestly i'll be honest i stared at it for like a half hour like it was on my Amazon, and I just like stared at it for a half hour. I'm like, is this really as bad as what is what he says it is? Is this re- is he really that scared of it? Man. Screw it, <laughs> and watched it in one city and just like, okay.
0: Yeah, I I'd rather watch like Solo or the One Hundred and Twenty Days of Sodom. That's that, that's on the Criterion Collection. I heard that's a fucked up movie too, where you know some 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 people eat a platter of shit. I'd rather watch that than Cannibal Holocaust. And I've never seen Solo by the
1: way. Oh, you can watch that, and you can definitely handle Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, you, you can definitely handle it.
0: Yeah, I'm good. I'm not gonna do that. Um, I'd rather watch Steel, but uh, and Kazam back to back, and review that, review those on Fur Victor's Corner. But, uh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, um yeah, Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye, good show. Um I would say WandaVision still my favorite of the MCU shows so far. Um Yeah, if I, if I, if I if I had to rank the shows, I would put, you know, WandaVision as as my favorite, followed by Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um You know, what? I, I I would keep the same the same rank. Actually, no. I, I would put Hawkeye Above Loki, above above Loki, just by a just by a hair, only because Hawkeye had a more conclusive ending, whereas Loki was like, "Lol, multi, lol, this is a, this is a whole, this is just an advertisement for the multiverse." See you in season two,
1: motherfuckers. Well, well yeah, it took, yeah, it was the most important one because it's like, all right, this is what we're doing, this is where we're going, so that's why I would put. That's why I would, put, you know. um, Loki over WandaVision because it was, because of the importance and the significance of it, but then division because, because of its uniqueness, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you know, they did the whole TV sitcom, you know, deal, but yet, it all ends up making sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean, and then, of course, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier was, you know, what we needed at the time, and they... Played the race car, but they didn't go too deep into it, which I which I felt was enough. I think we was already getting enough of that throughout the years. So I mean, let's just not push the agenda a little too much. And then um, what if what if was you know very fun. I had a lot of fun watching what if. And then Hawkeye, yeah, Hawkeye was just good. I I really got to sit down and. I have to
0: actually literally sit down and rank them Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like for me, like for me, WandaVision is, that's, that's, that's so far the best, the best show, uh, so far, but I, but I am looking forward to seeing other shows, uh, done probably like Moon Knight. I mean, with Oscar Isaac, I mean, he's a terrific actor. So right. I'm, interested, I'm interested in seeing what, what he'll bring to the table. Um, yeah. And, oh, and, sp- and speaking of shows, um, that reminds me. Um, uh, at some point, I'm going to start watching a uh, Peacemaker on HBO Max with uh, John Cena from the Suicide Squad. I mean, <laughs> I'm cu- I'm curious. I'm I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it,
1: it's just fun. It, it's just it's just it just makes me laugh. Yeah. Like um, just I don't know the character. I guess John in being at it John Cena, it was just funny. It was
0: funny to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, man. Uh, Other than that, uh, anything else on your, on your end, man?
1: Uh, It should be good for the moment. I, like I said, I invested in a lot. I I did invest in a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my collection, my collection is growing and, Yeah, that should be good for right now.
0: Yeah, that should be good for right now. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, you know, um, I know for uh, for me on my end, um, you know, I just you know I just been just been chilling, just been you know just enjoying life. Um, I I did watch uh, Wrestle Kingdom sixteen last week, Um, the first two nights. um, I think night three. I don't know if it's posted on New Japan World yet. Uh, It was actually a three night event. uh, the the third night took place last last Saturday, which uh in which New Japan took on uh Pro res- Pro Wrestling Noah, which is like the second which is the, the, their direct competitor in New Japan in Japan. Um but yeah, uh New Japan, uh uh Wrestle Kingdom sixteen, it was a good show. Um it it wasn't it wasn't as you know mind-blowing as previous wrestle kingdoms but that's understandable because you know new japan had a very rough 2021 with uh covid um very various injuries koto ibushi suffered a serious uh, shoulder injury and he had some he was pretty sick as well so but but there were some but there were some uh, bright spots Uh, for example um the main event uh from night one uh, we had uh, Shingo Takagi, the the uh, uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, uh, defend against Kazuchika Okada in an excellent 35 minute match. Um, Okada won, so he's uh, so now he's uh, the first well, well he's the fourth uh, World Heavyweight Champion with the new belt. So when Okada came out, he he, he carried the 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 previous version of the IWGP Heavyweight Championship uh, to the ring, and then when he won. He actually held the belt up, and then he laid it down, and he bowed to it, and he, you know, basically said, basically gave the belt a proper send off before embracing right. the new title. Um, so that that was that was a great match. Yep. So that was a great match, and then ok- Okada also defended successfully against Will Ospreay in a banger of a match on night two in the main event, 32 minutes excellent match so far so far the my my favorite match of the year so far i mean we're only we're only 2 weeks in, into the new year but but yeah and when okada and osprey step into the ring magic happens and yeah that was a hell of a main event um also also we saw the return of um uh, Katsuyori shibata who actually returned to the ring um after i uh, think a 4 or 5 year absence uh, he actually had to retire back in 2017 due to a suffering a subdermal hematoma where he had to have yeah. yeah he had to have part of his skull removed to alleviate the swelling in his brain and doc and he doctors like new japan forced him to retire because he told him like yo if you step into, into the ring you may die so they would not allow him back but but uh but uh lo and behold uh four or five years later shabbat is back and yeah you know, he's starting to you know uh, get his get his uh Uh, get his mojo back. Uh, He had like an exhibition match with one of the young lions, uh, Ren Narita, who, who looks like, who looks like uh, Katsuyori Shibata Jr. Same hairstyle, same look, same everything, black trunks, black boots, but they had a really good exhibition match. So it was a good way to get Shibata back on his feet. Um, So that was, that was really cool to see. And yeah, and, and yeah, so yeah, that was, uh, those are, those, those, those were some of the, um, um, standout matches. Oh, and of course, um, Hiroshi Tanahashi, uh, he beat Kenta for the U.S. Heavyweight Championship in a no disqualification match. Uh, Tanahashi had, they brought out the weapons, like, trash can lids, ladders. Uh, Tanahashi did, like, did, like, his high fly flow frog splash off the, off this really tall ladder, threw a table onto Kenta, pinned him for the belt. Yeah. Yeah, So, that, that was a, that was a good show. So, yeah, um, Wrestle Kingdom 16, uh, Definitely worth watching, um, especially for those matches. Um, I'll definitely watch Night Three uh, with Pro Wrestling Noah once that once that's made available. Um, other than that, um, I've been playing uh, I'm, I've been playing through the Yakuza uh, video game series. Um, yep, so I, I just finished uh, Yakuza Zero, which is the first game chronologically in the series, and then I just finished Yakuza Kiwami, which is the remake of Part One. So right now I'm playing through Part Two, uh, which is which is going okay. pretty well um and then there's four more games after that three to three through six um so i'll, I'll get the i'll get three through five as part of like a remaster collection but that's 40 bucks but weirdly they have yakuza 6 the final game for the ps4 for five bucks and i'm like i'll buy it okay why not it's part of the holiday
1: sale
0: yeah so so yeah that's uh that's a uh, uh some of the things i've been been up to um Also, also before we move it, move on into our top fives. Uh, real quick um, uh, shout outs and uh, rest in peace to two legends of the screen. Okay. Betty White and Sidney Portier. Rest in peace. Yeah she
1: had two weeks. she had three weeks.
0: Yeah, three weeks before she would have turned a hundred.
1: Mm-hmm. And that was the one I was cheering for for the longest time. So mm-hmm. now, once she's gone, I'm like, all right, you know, let's let me try to go for a Sydney Portier. No, well, nope, they said psych. So right now, I guess the one that I'm cheering for is William Shatner.
0: Yeah, he's still doing it, man.
1: You gotta make it, James. He's gotta make it.
0: James Tiberius Kirk is still hanging in there.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I did wanted to ask you, did you did you finish the Ghost of Tsushima Iki Island?
0: I did not, not yet. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's it was it was on the back burner, but I but I, I do intend on finishing it uh, eventually. Okay,
1: because I do want to hear your uh, I want to hear your views on the final boss.
0: So. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it on on my end. Um, uh, we'll, should we get into our top fives? Of 2021,
1: I just need you to do me one favor. What's that? What is your background?
0: Oh yes, uh, so my background for my my Zoom background uh, this this week is taken from The Green Knight. Um, that's a uh, Dev Patel. Um, this is actually my favorite movie of 2021. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's a great movie. It's actually a great Christmas movie because it it does it does take place on Christmas. Mm-hmm. So yeah um great uh medieval fantasy film directed by david lowry a24 produced uh it's it's a delicious uh dark medieval fantasy i love it um great, great it's a great christmas movie i i i can't i can't i can't sing its praises enough man yeah and I, and, I, and I got the the crown you know gotta show out for, in, in the new year you know New oh, Year geez. who this? <laughs> yeah, New Year who this? But uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it on my end. Um, let's we'll will should we get into our top fives? Uh,
1: I mean, I ain't got much, but why
0: not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we'll we'll begin. Well, since well since you don't since you don't have a whole lot, uh, let's begin with uh, your top five and then we'll uh.
1: Okay. So. First off, my top five favorite movies, um, they're all (laughs) superhero-bound. Okay. (laughs) Because that's literally the only time I went to the movies. Mm -hmm. So we'll start at number five with Eternals. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I thought it was very wonderfully shot, maybe a little too long, you know, the probably went about the eternals, those set of characters wrong. You know, they try I guess they try to recreate that magic with Guardians of the Galaxy with the Eternals, but it's like they just didn't have it. They just really didn't have it with that. But um yeah. I'm very interested to see what they do, how how involved with the multiverse do they get, or could they be just doing getting their own like their own storyline and that's being set in the cosmos, you know, with the introduction of Eros and Pip Patrol. Mm-hmm. So let's just see where let's see where that goes. Number four, I'm actually gonna give to Venom to let there be Carnage. Um really? casting was great, the story was just like, okay, yeah. And the best part was the post credit scene that mm-hmm. I showed you on a TikTok.
0: Yep. <laughs> Yeah, money, money well spent.
1: <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, I'm going to give Black Widow. Okay. Um, it was a, very you know, I thoroughly enjoyed that transition from moving on from Natasha Romanoff to uh, Yelena Belova. Um, it's a very unique story as it is, and a lot of in also, you know, has some callbacks that's going to have some very significant importance. Uh, later on in the later on in the later phases of the MCU, yep. uh, sh- number two, Shang Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. I mean, this was a sleeper. Who would have known that a D E list hero would probably would end up having the one of the best uh, Marvel films in the uh, of the year.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Great fight scenes and, too. And
1: you know, and not to mention, you know. Wait, go
0: ahead. Oh, I said great fight scenes, too.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially, like, the fight scene on the bus. That's all I keep saying, the fight scene on the bus. That one scene that drives you into the movie, it sets the tone, Mm -hmm. and then they just improve after that, especially in the scaffolding, the final battle, Um, how he connects his, you know, mother's heritage with his father's heritage, and even in his American heritage, because Shang-Chi, or Jordan's fighting his dad. So, Mm -hmm. and, you know. Introducing those characters and giving giving that specific character like that much importance mm-hmm. into basically into the Avengers. So with the ten with the rings itself and not 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 knowing how they are made or what they are made of. So mm-hmm. that and of course it's no surprise. Spider Man No Way Home. It's yeah. You just it pretty much gave us the same feeling that we got. When we all went to Avengers Endgame. Yeah,
0: I'll agree. Yeah, yeah. And for me, right.
1: yeah. people people cheered in the movie theater, and you did not care because you was cheering along with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
1: Well, not you. You just. I
0: was I was transfixed, yeah. man. <laughs> I, I, I was there. I, I I was I was picking up what the movie was putting down,
1: and. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I, I can't wait to. I can't wait to. Um, rewatch that again mm. unfortunately it's not going to be a disney plus but you know what what it's still worth uh buying a physical copy of and add into my collection so yeah, yeah those are my top five movies
0: nice that's what's up yeah um I'll, I'll i'll assume that uh uh suicide squad and justice league Zack snyder's justice league are your uh six and seven so we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll leave it at that
1: totally forgot about those bro. okay
0: Hey, you know, we we, we got to give DC some love around here, you know? You know,
1: You know, I was going to... Actually, one of my honorable mentions was going to be Mortal Kombat over those
0: two. Really? Mortal Kombat? I mean, no, Mortal, Mortal
1: Com- I'm, I'm Kombat... I'm kidding. Honestly, Suicide Squad and that would be... Those would be my six... Suicide Squad and Justice League probably would be my six and seven. Yeah. And Mortal Kombat would be an honorable mention, I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe. And I'm just being generous. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we'll take it. I didn't
1: watch a lot of movies this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I mean, yeah. You know, like I said, like yeah, you know, last last year was definitely a solid year for for superhero films. You know, especially with the MCU.
1: You know. Oh, um,
0: absolutely.
1: Oh, MCU. You know what? They did it right. They did it right. They gave us that year break after Far From Home. Hmm. You know, some of it they couldn't control. You know, because of COVID and stuff. But then they hit us with a bang. They started out with a bang with WandaVision, and then they ended up with a huge bang with, I mean, technically Hawkeye was the end of it. Mm-hmm. But like, the end of, you know, this year, but a huge banger with Spider-Man. Yeah. And the simple fact too, as I was listening to was to the Marvelous uh, with our friend Peter Mellonit, mm. like, the post-credit scene from Hawkeye, as corny as it was, it kind of gave us a little breather. Like, yeah, thanks for sticking. You know, thanks for sticking with us and being patient with us mm-hmm. throughout all this. So here's a little. I can do this all day.
0: <laughs> yeah, like when I, when I watched uh, when I saw that in the first episode, I had a feeling like they probably they probably filmed the whole thing, <laughs> like they probably had like had like an actual finished. Uh, version of the scene and then lo and behold in the finish in the end credits of the final episode i'm like there it is i was right i called it <laughs> i'm
1: like you know what it just is what it is
0: yeah hey yeah you know that reminds me like you know there was a you know on broadway there was a spider-man musical uh called turn off the dark yeah
1: i did hear about it I
0: mean, yeah yeah i heard it, i heard it was uh, actually infamous because like whoever played spider-man kept getting injured <laughs> oh
1: great
0: yeah, because of all the swinging and whatnot. So yeah, the the show the show became a running joke for a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, kind of understand that. You know what you're getting into.
0: Yeah, indeed. All right. Yeah. Okay. So solid, solid, solid top five movie list. Uh, for me, um, I got my my top fives right here. Um, I I also I also posted my favorite films of 2021 on my Instagram page, so y'all can check that out too. Uh, but yeah, my uh, top. But yeah, my my top five uh, from my list. Um, number five is uh, the Card Counter. Uh, that's uh, directed by Paul Schrader. That's with Oscar Isaac, uh, Tiffany Haddish, and Ty, Ty Sheridan and Willem Dafoe. Um, great movie. Okay, but, I remember. Yeah, like uh, Oscar Isaac, you know, plays like a a, a gam- professional gambler who was a former torturer in Abu Ghraib. Uh, tiffany haddish in 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 like a straight dramatic role you know just plays like his handler slash manager um really really cool film um very um it's a very interesting character study um uh definitely uh definitely worth checking out especially if you're a paul schrader fan uh my number four uh was the mitchells versus the machines on netflix uh Love that film! Like so, like Sony Animation, like they're knocking it out of the park. Like between this, this and uh, into the Spider Verse, and then soon across the Spider Verse, I think it's coming out this year. <sighs> yo, Sony, oh, they Pixar, Pixar, they, they, might, they might make Pixar break a sweat a little with the quality of the animation that they have and the storytelling combined. Uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines, well worth it, especially with like, all like the references uh-huh. and like the visual references and gags that they have. It's full of them. Um, number three, uh, Steven Spielberg's uh, remake of West Side Story. Uh,
1: I knew I, you were gonna love that
0: one. I loved. Listen, I loved West Side Story. Yo, like Spiel – Like this is like I've always wanted to see West Side Story being be re, be remade for years because the original the original is fine. It's a classic, but. It's one of those films that definitely need a, re- a remake, especially c- given the fact that you know half the characters are Puerto Rican, and then the original 60- 61 version, they're all white actors, well mostly white actors on the Puerto Rican side, but this one it's an it's a great it's an excellent updated updated uh, retelling of the classic musical. Um, uh, visually, it's gorgeous. Like the cinematography is just absolutely wonderful. Um, great performances, uh, top to bottom, especially by um, Ariana DeBose, who plays uh, Rita Moreno's character, Anita. Um, give, 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 give her, give her the Oscar for supporting actress. Just, 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 just give it to her because like she's that damn good. Um, uh, and also Rita Moreno herself, she actually makes an appearance as well, and she, yo, I won't be surprised if she gets nominated. For the same role, it will be it will be a first for Oscar history for the same actor to play to play to be nominated for the same role that they played like at this point 60 years ago which man shout shoutouts to Rita Moreno living legend I think she's 90 so she's up there um, love that film what's that story I can't get enough of it um, my number two film which I reviewed recently on the podcast Joaquin Phoenix come on come on. Um, wonderful film, wonderful independent black and white film about a guy, about an uncle spending time with his nephew, and you know um, it's a great it's a great uh, family slash character character piece. I I really enjoyed it, especially like the the interviews that they did throughout the film with uh, with kids and like their thoughts on like what the world's gonna be like and what they're gonna be like as they grow up. That's really cool. And of course, uh, my number one film, The Green Knight. You know, Dev Patel. Oh my God, Dev Patel, such a a wonderful actor i'm so glad he's taking these taking on these interesting roles uh, alicia vikander is in it um man david lowry man david lowry he's such an interesting director too man like his his take on this this this, this medieval fantasy based on like an uh, an obscure arthurian era poem from like the 14th century was was absolutely wonderful um when i when i watched this this was this was the second film i watched in theaters and it, it was it was a great experience um Man, and and it looks so, so juicy, so succulent on my 4K OLED television. Like all the, all the, all all the, all the visual, all the, all the tantalizing details and the costumes and the cinematography and the setting. Ooh, listen, man. You already know Carl. Do I have to say it? Nope. I nodded. Listen and 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 that's, and that's why the green knight is my number 1 film of 2021 take
1: a bow yeah what well, that? yeah in 8th grade
0: mm-hmm.
1: I played in West Side Story really
0: <laughs> really oh well, what was it? what was the character what was your role
1: it Well, technically, it was Romeo and Juliet, but we divided it into, like, three different... It was, like, we all told the same story. Like, one part of the screen had... One part of the stage had, um, like, the medieval times. Um, middle of the stage had... Um, we had West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And then the... Um, then the other, uh, uh, the other part of the screen had... Uh, not screen, I keep seeing screen, I watched the many movies. The <laughs> other part of the stage had uh the ninety six version and I was in the West Side story part, so nice. Okay, okay. I played a character named Chino.
0: Chino, okay. Yeah. Did 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 you, did you did you did you sing and dance on the stage? Did you get into the musical? The musical number? I did
1: it was no singing, but we did dance. Okay. Yeah, it was part of dance class at Roger Williams. So okay. we did.
0: Nice. <laughs> that's
1: yep, I played
0: Chino. I got to kill Tony at the end of the movie. The <laughs> oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's a role right there.
1: Yeah. I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, that, that you know you know what I I would pay good money to see footage of Carl playing Chino in West Side Story in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I I think. <laughs> it's, I think Spielberg Spielberg should have should have should have cast you in his movie, right? Yeah, that, that would that would've been cool.
1: <laughs> that wouldn't be culturally appropriate. Well, yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's true. I mean, but you said you wanted to play Miles Morales while well, he is half black, but yeah, still. Alright then. <laughs> but uh okay, yeah. So yeah, those are those are my top five movies of uh twenty 2020, twenty 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 one right there. Uh yeah. You said you had another another uh, top five you wanted to get into?
1: Yeah, video games. Yes. Yes. So what you got? first of all, let me start out. I'm gonna shout out to our homies in the Game of Delphia crew. I we actually did a I took part in a video game fantasy draft on last night on their show. Okay. So we picked upcoming titles. And you win based on how good they sell and how good the ratings are and the reviews and all that. So um, um, I might as well just read off my uh, list. Read off my list okay. of my you know my games. So my number one pick was Forspoken.
0: Hmm, okay. Yeah. That game looks. Um, oh, it looks
1: gorgeous. Yeah. Number two was Hogwarts Legacy.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. Gotta pick up the brownie points. <laughs> uh, number three was the Knights.
0: Gotham Knights? Okay. Number,
1: yeah. Number four, Dragon Ball The Breakers. Hmm. Okay. It's a Dragon Ball game will sell. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, number five, King of And then. Number six, Marvel's Midnight Suns.
0: Okay. And number five, you said a King of Fighters, was it?
1: Yeah, King of Fighters fifteen. Okay. Gotcha. No. So, hmm. and I can later pick put bids on future games, but I'm gonna wait until at least E three. Hmm. Okay. And see what they got and see what they got. So it's my first time playing. I'm not expecting to, you know, win or anything. I don't even think we are not even playing for money anyways, we're just playing. So it was mm-hmm. something new to check out. Let me, yeah, let me give it a try. It could be fun. Mm-hmm. So why not? Yeah. So, you know a big shout outs to Derek, Ed, Seth, uh, AJ, the whole part of the whole uh, Game of Delphia crew. I'm looking forward to this. But yeah, top five video games. death flu received a whole lot, of, lot of praise. Didn't necessarily play it, so you know what? I'll give it, I'll give it a two. Mm-hmm. Number four, Ratchet and Clank. Biggest snub, didn't get nothing. it's getting my, it's gonna place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Number three, Guardians of the Galaxy. I've been enjoying that game um, as of late. So um, I'm looking to beat it by the end of the month, so I can start four in February. Number two, Guilty Gear Strive, it just uh, our system works. He nailed it. Yeah. And number one, number one will put a smile on your face. Resident Evil Village.
0: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Resident Evil Village. You know, you know, Resident Evil Village. That's that's my number one game of, of the year. Well, well. Full, full disclosure. Um, I'm, I'm only I'm only uh uh including games that I've actually played um, for the first time in 2021. So it's not necessarily just 2021 releases. Um, okay. and, and mainly that's because, you know, uh, to this day, I still can't find a PlayStation five or an Xbox series X anywhere. Uh, you know, universal, you, you know, worldwide chip shortages and scalpers a plenty make it impossible to get a PS five or, a, or a series X. So, you know, I'm, I'm just going to rock the PS four until at this rate, 2030. That's cool. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, um, I've my, my top five video games. Uh, no, starting with number five is a uh, Metroid Dread, um, excellent, excellent Metroid game. Um, I'm still playing through it. Um, I, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, that for that classic Metroid experience. Um, but number four, uh, Super Mario Odyssey, also on the Switch. Um, just a perfect uh, platformer, like. Uh, if, if you're a fan of like the Super Mario uh, 3D platformers, then this one is like the pinnacle so far. Um, um, just like just smooth, tight gameplay, um, and and it's and it's easily accessible for anyone. Um, number three is Hades. Uh, Hades, that's that's an excellent roguelike. Um, I also reviewed it on the show. Um, just uh, and I, I'm not I'm not big on roguelike games, but but this one um, this one definitely I. It definitely uh, 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 grew uh, the more I played it, and I really enjoyed the art style, the soundtrack, um, just and just the amount of like uh, attention and, and care and just the amount, just how interesting the characters were uh, in, in the game as well. Um, of course, uh, number two is uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, which I wish I finished on the switch months ago. It took me a whole month to beat that game. I was about 70 hours into into the game um when i finish the main story i still have a whole lot to finish oh uh, what's up what's up
1: carl i'm just saying jesus
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you know I, I still have a lot i can get through like uh like the, some of the remaining dungeons and like other puzzles even side quests um i'll, I'll definitely like if I, if I if i'm not playing anything else i'll i'll probably like, get around to like you know just like chipping away at some of those remaining, uh, elements, and of course, my number one, like I mentioned earlier, Resident Evil Village, um, I, I absolutely adore this game, I've, I've beaten the game, like, six or seven times, um, speed running, I, I got all the major weapons, um, the, visually, it still looks incredible on the PS4, like, that, that RE engine is, is a beast, even on, previous generation consoles so so looking at resident evil uh village on my oled especially lady damatresk you know Uh, calling calling me stupid man thing as 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 i'm as i'm I'm running roughshod through her castle it's like listen hey listen it's all right it's 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 your world i'm just living in it step on me it's fine i can take it so yeah, those are my top five games uh, that I played uh, uh, last year. Um, again, um, I'm. I, I really hope I get a PS5 or a Series X. Um, I'll take whatever I can get first, but uh, from what I hear, um, we probably won't get one. Those consoles probably won't be readily available until the end of this year, and that's optimistic. Yeah, from what yeah, I yeah, I've
1: been seeing a lot of people get lucky and get them so.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know how they do it. It's like I can't be hitting refresh on my browser and my phone all day. Like I got work to do. <laughs> I can't be doing that all day. Yeah. But yeah,
1: just uh, you gotta know a guy. You gotta know a guy. It's good to have a guy. That's all I gotta say. It's good
0: true. to have a guy. True. Yeah. You gotta know know someone to know someone. But uh but yeah, I I liked I liked uh, I liked previous years where buying a console was just as easy as going into the store, you see it on the shelf and you pick it up. I mean I think Or it's, at
1: least th- just pre order it and then you have yours ready.
0: Yeah, that too. Yeah. You know. But hey who who knew who knew when things would get this bad, but but yeah, uh those are my top fives for video games. Um do you got you got any other top fives, uh Carl? Not really.
1: Uh I, I mean the comics that's just a lot. Like I yeah. would have I have to go through boxes and boxes just to kind of like go through. Oh, okay, this was good. This was good. This was good. This was good. I'm like,
0: yeah, this is a it's a lot. <laughs> it, it was a lot to keep up with.
1: So um, I got you. I don't know. Maybe I'll put another compilation together or so. But
0: um, like I said, it's a lot. Okay. Yeah, I got I got a I got a couple a couple more lists here. So um, I, I'll I'll get into and this is one. This is one you can definitely hop on uh, if you can. Um, my top five wrestling matches of 2021. Okay. Um, so, uh, so I, I do have a few honorable mentions uh, before I get into my uh, a top five. So, some honorable mentions include uh, Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker in their unsanctioned match uh, from AEW Dynamite. Um, also, uh, Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page for their 60 minute time limit draw. Uh, from Winter Is Coming. That's another uh, honorable, honorable mention right there. Um, also, um, uh, Shingo Takagi versus uh, Will Ospreay, at Wrestling Dontaku, uh, which could have easily made the top five, but there were some other matches that I that I liked a bit more, and and that that match was incredible. So those are just a few honorable mentions right there. Um, getting into my top five wrestling matches, starting with number five is uh, a history making match, uh, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair at the main event for night one of WrestleMania 37 for the SmackDown women's championship. Um, excellent match, you know, um, first, first time. In... Uh, what? What's no, that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, first time you had, uh, uh two black women main eventing, uh, uh, WrestleMania and they, and they put together an excellent match. And, uh, And, you know, it it was the right outcome. Uh, Bianca Belair winning, um, especially when she cracked Sasha Banks with her braid. That was a hell of a sound effect. And a welt, too. Um, But, yeah, that was a great match. Um, I absolutely hated how... You know, Bianca Belair ended up uh, being part of the WWE trend of disrespected black champions when she lost in five seconds to uh, Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. I hated that, What well, that's that's you know typical WWE main roster booking, or actually no, typical WWE booking as a whole uh, nowadays. But um, but yeah, that match I salute because that, that was definitely an enjoyable. One of my favorite match of uh, that pay per view. Um. Um, my number four, num- my number four, uh, uh of my rest favorite wrestling matches is uh, Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki at the AEW Rampage Buy-In from October fifteenth, which you can still watch on YouTube, uh, through AEW's uh, official channel. That was man, that was the first time Suzuki and, and Danielson mixed it up, and that was a hell of a match. That was a pay-per-view worthy contest, um, and the fact that. AEW chose to put that on their YouTube uh, uh kickoff show for rampage, and when they were briefly competing with SmackDown, um for the first half hour, I was like, damn, this 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 is this is why I, I rock I rocks with AEW for that great professional wrestling uh action right there, and with Suzuki the murder grandpa, I mean, one of the t- one of the <laughs> toughest SOBs in the business right there, you, you there is you you can't do better than that. Um, another, another, uh, Brian Danielson match, uh, but number three, uh, his match was against Kenny Omega from the September 22, uh, episode of Dynamite. <sighs> Yo, you talk about making one hell of a first imp- in-ring impression with the AEW audience who are very familiar with, with, with Danielson's work, but to see him mix it up with the best bout machine, uh, Kenny Omega, who was then the AEW world, ch- world champion, t- man, that that was the most exciting match I've seen on Dynamite all year uh, in twenty twenty one. That was another pay per view worthy caliber match. And can I say that just off the strength of Danielson's work this year alone, even even going back to his his, his work with Roman Reigns and then in the main event at WrestleMania, like Brian Danielson is the professional wrestling MVP of twenty twenty one.
1: Oh, and absolutely! I, I'm yeah. not going to disagree with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um. My number two match of the year was uh, from the NXT TakeOver Memorial Show, uh, TakeOver 36. Walter uh, defending the NXT UK Championship against Ilya Dragunov. In, uh... But that's not a fight. Hmm?
1: They were just beefing. I said that wasn't a match. They were just beefing.
0: Oh, yeah. That was a straight-up fight with a capital F. Um, it had... The, the the ending shocked the hell out of me. I was like, holy shit! Seeing Walter, with fear in his eyes, tapping out to a sleep, sleeper hold. I, I was like, to see Walter built up to perfection as like a strong, undefeated, imposing champion, tapping out. And then you see the visual of Ilya Dragunov holding up the UK Championship and putting his foot on the chest of Walter, who was laid out in the ring. That, oh my god, that that was the best... Uh, best professional wrestling match on WWE programming, and one hell of a way to uh, wrap up um, the black and gold era of NXT. Rest in peace, yeah, um, yeah. Because um, because oh, it's, it, done. it's it's done, it's done, it's done. And you know, Bruce Pritchard is running the show now. He's he's taking control, creative control of that brand, uh, and with and with Tommaso Ciampa. You know, losing the belt against Braun Breaker, aka Bronson Steiner, um, the, the 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 chances of of NXT becoming good drastic go down. Um, so you see what I did there. So um, so, right. so so yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, NXT. Uh, you had a hell of a run. Um, the Black and Gold era will never be forgotten. Um, this All is right, this is. Still- yeah, this is just a case of Vince McMahon being petty as shit because he tried to he tried to turn NXT into something it was not, a competitor against Dynamite yeah. and Triple H, man. Well, it's clear that, well... Yeah,
1: Vince, just sees, it as,
0: Vince sees NXT as a failure. Yeah.
1: You know? Which, Get their brand lost the right? yeah, to a race. Yeah, it lost to a startup company.
0: Yeah, uh, a so-called pissant t-shirt company at that. Yeah. I was,
1: like, oh. I was like, damn it! But the thing is, but here's the thing: so people, people who feel so much for Triple H, it's like he probably won't do this. But it's like, yo, if Triple H was to just buy out his stocks and just start his own company, everybody'd be for it. Yeah,
0: that'd be interesting. I mean, but but given that you know he's so close to the, you know, WWE machine, it could just be another offshoot or just easily absorbed into the wwe machine at the end so um but you know but but i'll i will say given given the amount of talent that wwe released last year you can start you can start your small company with that roster alone yeah.
1: um
0: but but yeah uh, and, and but yeah just to wrap up uh my top five wrestling matches my favorite wrestling match of 2021 uh was uh the young bucks versus the lucha brothers and the eight for the AEW World Tag Team Championships in a steel cage match and all out, on September fifth. Woo! That was tag team wrestling at its finest. And goddamn, I mean thumbtacks underneath a Nike. Who would have thought? But the Lucha Brothers pulled out, pulled out the win. Um, very sad to see how that their rain, that their reign came to a to an end. Um, especially, I think last week with a nasty injury that Ray Phoenix yeah, suffered. Ray yeah, that was gruesome. And, and apparently, like Ray Phoenix is relatively okay. Like he actually didn't break uh, any his bone, which was like freaky. I don't know how he managed to emerge unscathed because that was a gruesome injury. That reminded me of when Sid uh, broke his broke his foot uh, in WCW.
1: <sighs>
0: that yeah. But yeah, but yeah uh, Lucha Brothers, uh, uh, Young Bucks, AW All Out, my, my favorite match of the of 2021.
1: Not, definitely not going to disagree at all. Yeah. Not
0: at all. Yeah. How about you? Do you have any any favorite wrestling matches? Not, maybe not uh, necessarily okay. the top five, um, but just like...
1: Cause it's, I mean, I don't necessarily have some... I agree with a lot of them that you just said. There are some I do want to throw in. Yeah. Um, Nick Gage against Matt Cardona was actually a really fun ma- match to watch. Mm. Um, was Shaq versus oh no, Shad versus Cody was fun for what it was. Damn, <laughs> um, yeah. this year, uh, this past men's war games was actually really good. Oh, I want to put that on my. Mm. run on my list as well you know yeah they had to put the younger guys over but still like I, I still enjoy that match very well it's not it did not disappoint mm. and that's all I could think of really at the top off the top of the dome. like it's I'm consuming a lot of content
0: <laughs> yeah there, there's
1: been very busy you know with the pirates and everything so
0: mm. oh yeah absolutely and uh, yeah yeah and um let's see, I also have like a top five um um top five miscellaneous uh things of twenty twenty one. Just like stuff that just like stuff from all over that I enjoyed. So and, and this one you can you can also chime in with like your miscellaneous list as well. Um yeah, I say, like top five miscellaneous things. Um one uh one is just uh you know being fortunate enough to, you know, you know, Stay, you know, relatively healthy, you know, like especially all of us, you know, just, uh, you know, with this hellacious, the past two years have been hellacious, so, you know, obviously, for the pandemic. And uh, but for all of us, to, you know, just to see a new year and just uh, hang in there, like, you know, we're very fortunate. So let's let's keep the train going, man. And and, you know, like I said, much you know, condolences and salute to those who unfortunately could not see the new year. But our thoughts are with them as well. Um, uh, for, uh, number four of my miscellaneous things was the, uh, episode 241 of the podcast, our reunion special with, uh, Arison Maurice. June <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, I, I really would love to have them back on the show in person, uh, later this year. Cause I think we, I think we need, we need to have that provided that things are, Provided that you know we don't get the Unicron Megatron variant or some shit, Um, but uh,
1: yeah,
0: right. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, that that was a fun episode. It was great uh, getting the old band back together uh, uh, (coughs) one more time. Um, But yeah, if we can get Aris and Maurice back on the show in person later this year, it would be fantastic. Um, Right. Yeah. Uh, my number three, uh, for miscellaneous things of the year, um, movie theaters. Like going back to the theater, um, you know, in, in July twenty twenty one, when I saw pig starring Nicolas Cage, uh, that was my first movie that got me back into the theater. If, if, That's if what it yeah, it was Pig, and then it was uh, The Green Knight. Um, yeah, getting back into the mix, just sitting down into a, a theater in that communal space, just watching a great movie unfold on the big screen, with that with that uh, popcorn, with the with the synthetic butter that's totally unhealthy. I was like, I'm home. I, I'm back home. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Speaking
1: I'm, of home, when you came home to the force, that's a moment.
0: Yes. Yes, when you know when when Mandalorian and the Clone Wars and 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 Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka Tano from Mandalorian brought me back, uh, from the brink, you know after after I broke up with Star Wars after Rise of Skywalker, which is still a piece of shit. We're not gonna acknowledge that film, but Mando brought me back. It felt it feels good to be back a, 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 on the Star Wars uh on Star Wars wagon again, you know because you know I I've been a Star Wars fan since ninety four since I was ten years old man. And and uh, you know it's uh, <clears throat> it's still real to me, damn it!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But, then, man! then start watching Book of Bull,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna start watching it soon, uh, d- definitely. Oh, and and that reminds me, I, I got I gotta finish the Bad Batch, man. Uh, I I don't I don't yeah, remember, me too. Yeah, I don't remember where I left off exactly, but I'll probably like start from the beginning, maybe. If it comes to that. Yeah,
1: you can fit, you can go through it fast. Yeah, the first episode's like an hour, but then you you go through it pretty fast.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh let's see. Um number t- number two on my list is uh the third and final season of Pose. Uh a show that's near and dear to my heart shout outs to mj rodriguez for being the first uh a trans actor to win a golden globe for uh or for best for lead actress uh in a, in a television role um uh, this past weekend um yeah, post season three it's, it's a show that i absolutely loved when it came out in 2018 i'm so happy to see it wrap up the way it did um, I love this cast. I love these characters. I, want, I, I just want to see what what, the, what this cast uh, uh, does next. Um, they can punch their tickets at whatever project they want to do next. Um, great show with great characters, great soundtrack. Uh, judges, what are your scores? 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Come get this trophy. Yes. Um, realness right there. Um, also, uh, number one. I'll say number one from miscellaneous things of twenty twenty one, and I know this is something that you'll appreciate. An evening with Silk Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> that album, that was—it's a great album. Yes, yeah, thank you for recommending it to I me. Oh, you. Yeah, I was told listening. You. Yeah, I was listening to it on my on my commute to work for for a while. I'm like, that this one hits. This one slaps, as the young folks say. Yeah. You
1: are? Yeah, um, still hits, still does. Um, I guess, I guess I don't really have. Uh, damn, I never really, I guess, moments. Um, um, yes, okay. You want to write moments? Uh, number five would probably be um, you coming home to the force. Man. Absolutely. you <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right, these on my end, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, but yeah, you coming home to the forest. Um, number four, I would say, uh, versus episode with Bad Lad, Mm -hmm. um, number three, versus with Grandmaster Facts, Kyle, um, did. Pop Stew Brothers, Kilvin Burgos. Uh, we got, it was a packed episode, but yeah. lots of laughs. And it was just a
0: Yep.
1: And lots of fun. Number two would be my interview with Lou Ferrigno mm-hmm. at Rhode Island Comic Con. Um, my family had, was like so proud of me with that one, especially my mom. I'm, I'm, she'll check in on the podcast here and there, but she saw that and she was just like sky high and like huge high and obviously my number one um was hosting the AEW panel at Rhode Island Comic Con um just a, a moment that you know uh, that I will never forget you know it kind of um still can't believe that I did it you know I still often think about it um uh, all the time, you know, Whenever mm. I see Ruby Soho, Britt Baker on TV and uh, Adam Cole on TV, I'm like, those are my friends, you know, just to kind of <laughs> have a good laugh, just to kind of laugh at myself and all that. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, that would probably be like my number one moment, Codex moment this year. Oh, yeah. Honorable bench yeah, DJing for the Pirates, you know.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah, Absolutely and also I'll I'll throw in a couple of um couple of additions too. Just going going beyond the top 5 like uh, like just other favorite favorite things this year. Um you know, getting getting uh uh the the Black Excellence band back together uh this year, especially in person after uh <coughs> you know, so shout outs to a friend of the show, uh, Afton, aka the Cider Hunter, uh, Infamous Customs. we um, be going
1: crazy
0: so. <laughs> oh, what was that
1: I said it took me going crazy to do so. Yeah, kind, kind of, kind of, you know. Uh,
0: but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know.
1: Listen,
0: I... <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, getting uh, the uh, black excellence back together—that uh, that, uh, that so so awesome um, uh, uh, to get to it for, for that to happen, especially after you know 2020 and um, you know. But you know that was that that's really cool. Let's let's keep the train going. Um, black excellence for life um also uh some other cool episodes we had on the podcast i absolutely my favorite my favorite episode this year uh actually was uh chuck and brad that was oh
1: my god yeah
0: that was so much fun god we gotta we gotta get them back on the show at some point yeah that was that was just like
1: absolutely i wish you could have went to their last their last day christmas show i mean yeah that
0: was this was just good mm. yeah yeah because like because like I remember that episode yeah even even watching it back big recently to our
1: friends Chuck.
0: yeah but yeah big shout outs to Chuck and brad and like even even like watching it back like we hit the ground running like
1: that and
0: it was just <laughs> magic <laughs> yeah um but yeah and and also uh n- another another uh another favorite thing uh slash shout-out is shout outs wow. to uh uh shout outs to pop stew you know uh, ak and Stubert. um you know especially uh, especially when they uh, they uh, they took umbrage at, at my uh, uh, slamming Blank man and meteor man <laughs> initially um, but you know i'm i'm sure they enjoyed my review of uh, my victor's corner review of both films which i i gave Big both fish. films the due respect you know after watching it for for over like 20 years but uh yeah yeah it's cool we be i mean hopefully hopefully this hopefully this year maybe hopefully we can get a in-person episode uh with with pop studio hopefully we can make that happen
1: oh we will, yeah. we will. somehow some way we will
0: yeah for sure yeah so yeah other than that uh any other uh any other cool cool stuff
1: Saga is coming back January twenty-sixth.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes, Saga. Yes. Look. I am I'm, I'm throwing up I'm throwing up the hands of praise right now. Uh, uh I I've been waiting for this. Listen, my, my body is ready uh, for for more saga. It's been what, a year? Two years? Um I'm gonna
1: get you know, maybe, I'm yeah, maybe
0: a year and a half. Yeah, about about a year and a half. Yeah, listen, I I, I, I needs it. Um, I, I wants want it. I likes it. And we can do this the hard way. We just the easy way. I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, saga. Um, I think it's issue fifty six. I think because it ended at fifty five, right?
1: Was it fifty five? Yes, so... But, yeah. sec, but literally the second, I'm like, like, listen, I'm actually telling Chris, January 26th, get Saga in my box. Like, hmm. I, I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. I want it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to definitely be, yeah. I'll definitely be collecting Saga. We've, I'll, I'll be following that. Um, and also, speaking of comics, too, um, just some really cool comics to that I enjoyed last year. Uh, there's Maw. Which I think the final final issue is coming out uh, this this month. It's the fifth and final issue. Okay. Uh, Eat the. I've
1: seen
0: that one. Yeah, Mo's pretty good. Um, also, Eat the Rich, uh, which wrapped up uh, last month with five issues. It did. Yeah.
1: It did. Uh, I did, I got it. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was tasty, all right. Um. Uh. Uh. Number three is a. Uh, the Good Asian, uh, it's almost wrapping up. It's on issue eight right now, so there's two more issues. Okay. Ten part series. Um, also, Bitter Root, um, Bitter Root, uh, it, it just wrapped. Um, I, I think they're, I think they, they might continue it down the line eventually, yeah. but, but uh, but yeah, that is definitely worth it. I think there's like fifteen issues, um, so there's fifteen issues spread across three trade paperbacks, um, well worth okay. it. Yeah, great, great series. I, I, I really like it. Um and of course, uh my favorite image comic uh, of twenty twenty one is Echo Lands. Uh the the art style, the layout, whew, the colors. Man. Man. I I, I need to, I need to get issue five. That came out a few weeks ago, so I haven't gotten gotten around to that yet. Yeah, so so yeah, that's uh that's pretty much what we got. For 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 our top fives, um, yeah. So so for those in the comments, for those still watching or li- or listening, uh, let us know uh, what your top fives uh, of twenty twenty one are. Could be any category. Could be miscellaneous, mix and match. You know, let us know um, in the comments or uh, codexprimepodcast at gmail Send us an email. You know, it's been a while since we've had a viewer or listener email that we that we read on the show. So you know, send send us something.
1: And also, big shout-outs to our sponsor, Silk City Hot Sauce.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Silk, Silk City. SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use the promo code CODEX to get 15% of your order. And you also get a, a random bottle, just a random free bottle. Yeah.
0: It's whatever you order. Oh, yeah. Like, like my, my recent order was uh, a two bottles of the Erotic uh, Fever, um, so my dad. So one for me, one for my dad. So he can't kill my bottle like, like he did it, like he did it the first time. Um, but I also hide it. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, trust me, I did. And also like the the cherry s- sriracha, uh, uh, flavor that they bundled in with my order. Mm. Have you Have you tried it? Have you tried it? No.
1: No, but I think I want
0: it. Yo, yo, it's. Cherry flavored sriracha hot sauce. It's it's like that. It's it's the business. It, it is. It.
1: Remember, they're natural flavor.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yep. They're
1: a big shot. That uh, man. That's the man.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely, man. Such such such, such creative flavors, man. Ah, love it. And it it goes well with any with anything like meats, um, meats, beans, um. Salads even, eggs. Beans,
1: beans, potatoes, tomatoes.
0: <laughs> you name it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah. Uh other than that, Carly, got anything else uh on the menu on the plate? Um, uh
1: next Pirates game will be on the sixteenth, I believe, at the West Warwick Civic Center. Uh, I'll definitely be posting up the updates on that. We did just have to cancel a couple of games due to, you know, COVID protocols. Yeah. Um, Trying to think, trying to think. Oh, you can, you know, look us up on social media obviously, Facebook Live. Thank you for watching. You can catch up on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Yeah. any podcasting platform of your choice we are
0: on. yeah pretty much we are everywhere so uh so yeah just uh, you know we thank you for your continued support and for listening to our show watching us uh, every Tuesday evening around 8 p.m ish eastern um, yeah so yeah we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely bring more more nerd goodness and magic uh, uh, every week as per usual. Um, we'll definitely have more guests, uh, more collaborations this year uh, uh, for the show. So definitely tune in uh, as, as the year rolls on. Um, what was I going to say? Also, uh, uh, speaking of collab- speaking of uh, guests, uh, tune in next week. Uh, we're going to have friend of the show, Afton, uh, back to discuss the fifth and final season of Insecure. Uh, we've got a ton of thoughts about how that show wrapped. Um yeah. It, it it it's it's it's, go, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be Yeah. Great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of
0: fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. So so yeah, um that's pretty much our episode this week. Uh once again, thank y'all for watching and listening. Uh as always, uh we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Okay.